Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I wanted to start off with a conversation that I was having at work. And just to give you a little bit of context, it was three of us in a room, two of my colleagues and myself, and my colleagues were speaking to each other. So one of the individuals is a colleague, but someone I don't know well. They don't work in the office that I work in, but they came to come to a meeting for two days. So they're speaking to another colleague of mine that I do know well, that I do work with on a regular basis. And it's a small room, so it was really a conversation between all of us. But at the time, I was doing some work on my computer, so I was kind of half listening. And I think that they realized that I was uh, involved in the conversation somewhat, but really it was between them and I'm listening. And they brought up this topic about evolution. And I have to say that when it came up initially, I had to think to myself, were they speaking about the Big Bang Theory or were they just speaking about evolution itself and the Darwinian thought, uh, Charles Darwin, how he speaks about natural selection and uh, evolution, kind of how organisms change over time and how they uh, go from being like maybe simple creatures to more complex and and this due due to the fact that you have uh, that natural selection where survival of the fittest so over time certain genes and traits are going to be able to to pass through different generations because that is what's needed to survive so the strongest genes the strongest traits survive because that is what's needed to keep yourself alive. And then the whole idea of evolution where uh, species, they change over time and we all share a common ancestor. So I'm thinking about several things here, right? I'm thinking about one, are they talking about evolution as in the Big Bang and rolling that all together? Or are they just talking about natural selection and the idea that we change over time. So that was one thing. And then the other thing is the person that was speaking was saying how their mother-in-law doesn't believe in evolution. And can you believe that my mother-in-law doesn't believe in evolution? It was really a shock to this individual that they ran into someone that didn't believe in that. And as I'm hearing this, I'm starting to sweat a little bit because I'm thinking, I don't believe in it. And I'm totally not embarrassed to say I don't believe in it. But I start to sweat because some of my personality is to defend myself. And I think even as Christians, we're defending the truth a lot of times in a culture that doesn't believe in the things that we believe in. So I feel this pressure sometimes to, do I have a response? Do I know what I'm going to say if the conversation gets directed to me and they start to ask me questions? And one thing that I have to say that is a benefit in these scenarios, and I don't I'm not always quick to think like this, but usually after the conversation happens, I think, what could I have said? What could I have done? And I just play it in my head on how it could have gone if I said this or didn't say that or whatever the case is. But one benefit in these scenarios that can help us out and can help me is questions. We don't always need to have the answers to things because just like I'm thinking about, are they referring to Big Bang when they say evolution and and wrapping everything into one? Are they just referring specifically about natural selection or just specifically about evolution? 
what what are their beliefs because that wasn't really disclosed and also i don't feel that in even in that scenario i shouldn't feel like i have to defend myself because the burden is not on me right if someone is is trying to make a claim about something and they're saying that one should believe in evolution in this case then they're on the hook to try to explain themselves and therefore i don't need to feel that pressure of having an answer but in this scenario it didn't even come to me and it was totally fine but it did make me start to think about evolution and look up some information. And, and as I'm looking through this, I'm like, because all these thoughts started to come to my head uh, as I thought about this on the way home after the conversation. And the thing with Charles Darwin's ideas and thoughts, which we know are taught in school, it excludes a big portion of things that we believe as Christians. And that's if you are a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian, you might not believe these things. But it takes God out of the equation altogether. Because what they're saying is that there are natural reasons for things that exist in this world. When the Bible is showing us and teaching us something different, which is that things didn't happen by accident. There was no uncaused first cause. So that would be i.e. the Big Bang would be an uncaused first cause. So if you say that the Big Bang happened, you're saying that nothing caused that. But we believe in, as Christians, that there was intelligence behind this. There was thought behind the world being created, behind people being created, behind there being an earth. And we would say that that is more intelligent design than just natural design. And... As I started to think about this, I'm like, wow, I started to remember some of these podcasts that I listened to. Uh, one of these podcasts I heard that and it was a, a kind of a funny joke about how this Charles Darwin explains the survival of the fittest, but he doesn't explain the arrival of the fittest. It doesn't explain how we got here. It just explains that we're here. And there's a, a joke that says that uh, believing in that believing in the Big Bang Theory, believing in evolution is worse than magic because at least in magic, the magician pulls the rabbit out of the hat. The Big Bang Theory, all you have is a rabbit, no magician and no hat. And you have no idea how it got there. So imagine you're walking through the woods and it's just you and another individual and you see this round ball on the ground and you ask this question where did that ball come from where how did that ball get here and you're both looking around and you're thinking did it get here by accident well probably not someone probably put it there let's just imagine the ball was three times ten times bigger would you think that it got placed there by accident or do you think that someone put it there yeah i would think that if it was bigger the bigger it is the the bigger chance that someone or something did put it there. And let's just now imagine a ball that's the size of the earth. Would you think that that happened by accident? Or do you think someone placed it there? And I think sometimes when we think about anything in our lives, if we picked up a book, we know that there's authors. If we see a building, we know there's architects. If we look at a watch, we know that someone 
created that watch and with some intelligence behind that that created those things and placed it there. And so if we heard a knock at the door, we would go to the door and answer. We wouldn't think that the knock knocked itself. And so when we think about the other options that exist out there with evolution and with natural selection and with Big Bang Theory, what we're saying here is that this was an uncaused first cause. That it happened, nothing caused it to happen, it just happened. And the thing is that we've never seen anything like that happen before. So what we're doing now is we're saying that everything came from nothing, that life came from non-life, consciousness came from matter, and objective moral law came from the Big Bang. Those are a lot of things that need to be right in order for this to occur. It's similar to, when you think about there's certain types of design out there, there's design that has no type of uh, understanding or clarity. Then you have the design that, that we see in the world that's very complex, but it, it has a lot of purpose and meaning. So you see here, it's like a, a cat walking over a computer, the keyboard of a computer. And if the cat walks over the keyboard of the computer, it'll probably have some letters that get typed on the screen. But what this is, when we see in the earth and we see in this world that we live in and all the order and the beauty of the world, it's not only a cat walking over a keyboard and producing letters, it's a cat walking over a keyboard and producing and composing Beethoven's Fifth. That's how special it would be. And something like that does not happen by accident. And so for us to believe in something like the Big Bang, or to believe in evolution, that takes God out of the equation, it takes intelligence out of the equation, takes thought out of the equation, it means that we were placed here on this earth for no reason whatsoever, that everything that we do has no purpose, there's no rationale behind us being here and I think that idea means that we leave this earth one day die and everything that we do on a daily basis means absolutely nothing and I think we know better than that I think we know better than that each and every day when we see the people that we love when we see the work that we've created with our minds if we're at work with our hands if we're at our house the idea that you could help somebody out that you don't know. The idea that you could love people that you do know. You could be happy. You could be sorrowful. You could even be angry, right? These are all these emotions that we go through, but they mean things to us. And when we reflect back on our lives, we think about all those moments in our lives that mean something to us and mean something to those that are around us. And we know this feeling because people pass away each and every day. My uncle just passed away recently. And I guarantee you that people that come to the church to go to that funeral are going to think about the memories that he's left to all of them. And I'll be thinking about that too. 
because that we, we know that life has meaning and it has purpose. But in order for life to have meaning and purpose, something, someone needed to place it there. And for everything that we see in life and how personal things could be, it seems odd for us to think that it all happened by accident and that there is no purpose. And it's certainly not something that I would believe in. And so if someone brings that up to me and they ask me about evolution and they ask me about natural selection, what my thought process is, I'll be clear with them that it's not something that I believe in. I believe in an intelligent designer, someone that shows thought, that showed love to us, someone like a god that has the power to be able to create everything that we see in this world and all the purpose and meaning that we have in this world. And when we think like that, it allows us to operate in this world a lot better. For those that don't think that there's meaning and purpose, for one, I think that's why suicide exists and what happens is because not everyone sees meaning and purpose in their lives and that's a scary place for any of us to be. We see that when people are willing to kill others, when they take things for granted, they don't see value in people. We see that when we see terrorism and that's the opposite. It's like the antithesis of having purpose and value. So I think that if someone came up to me and they asked me what I thought, I would tell them that I don't believe that life came from non-life, that consciousness came from matter, that objective moral law came from the Big Bang, that everything came from nothing. No, I believe the opposite. I believe just like everything else that we see in this world, I see a television, a car, a watch, a building, read a book, I know that there's something that's behind it, that created it for a purpose, and that I'm here for a purpose as well. And right now, I'm fulfilling that purpose. Think about what we believe in, the reasons why we believe in it, and our ability to be able to communicate that to others. This is sometimes the reason why we're here is to be able to communicate to that to those that might not be thinking that deeply about this. So thank you for letting me share this experience that I've had. I'm getting very motivated and energetic to continue to read about this topic and also to be able to defend the truth. I think that is a goal of ours as well. So think about this topic, think about what you believe, and have a conversation with someone when the time arises. Thank you.